0: Happy Halloween to all you ghouls, goblins, creepies, and crawlies from your friends here at the Access Isle. I'm Boris Klarich, and it is my solemn duty to prepare you for the frights that await you for this year's Halloween festivities. That's right, listeners. There is something going on in your neighborhood. And I'm not talking about that one house down the street that always gives out toothbrushes and floss. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the fear that's turning small-town America's pumpkins blue. Take it away, local news clip.
1: You may be seeing some blue pumpkins mixed in with the traditional orange this year. Blue pumpkin candy buckets are meant to raise awareness that a child or teenager may have autism. And in some cases, they may be nonverbal. So they may not be able to say the traditional Halloween line, trick or treat. A mom from Hawaii posted what she calls her blue bucket message on Facebook saying her three year old has autism and is nonverbal. Last year candy givers waited for him to say trick or treat in order to get a piece of candy and she had to keep stepping in to explain. This year she hopes the blue buckets will be an automatic message to people.
0: There's a lot to unwrap here with a very slim chance of a nougat center but let's start at the origin. A mom whose three-year-old had trouble saying trick-or-treat at the age of two and felt inconvenienced by how often she had to volunteer her child's disability to strangers in order to get free candy from them. Since when are we expecting two-year-olds to be able to trick-or-treat on their own or understand the economics of how costume investment impacts chocolate returns? Is this town in Hawaii so engulfed in the traditions of Halloween that they're throwing lit jack-o'-lanterns at kids that don't utter the sacred three-word phrase in order to get their pharmacy brand candy? If it's neither of those things, then it's probably just another media-fueled opportunity for people without disabilities to take insignificant action on behalf of people with disabilities with no actual thought for what those people want. While this isn't really an example of inspiration porn, it follows the same ableist recipe of focusing on the deficits of the disability and completely excluding the disability community's input. It's an opportunity for people without disabilities to do something they can congratulate themselves for, but doesn't actually. actually do anything good for the disability community. Much in the same way that hating candy corn is not a personality, picking up any old cause that comes across your timeline does not make you an effective advocate. Let's keep it real. Children with autism do face unique challenges. Studies have shown that kids with autism are significantly more likely to experience bullying than their peers without disabilities. Making a vulnerable population wear something that identifies them as vulnerable has literally never been a good idea in the entirety of human history and has oftentimes been a first step to even more problems being forced upon those populations. If you want to help a child who has trouble with verbal communication, get some free candy, there are other more effective means than just singling them out. First, if you're the responsible adult traveling with the kids, you could just say trick-or-treat for them. You could make a sign with trick-or-treat written on it and give it to kids who are nonverbal, shy, or just straight up don't want to talk to strangers for the sake of a fun size Snickers. And for the candy givers, if a group of children comes to your door on the evening of October 31st, they're not there to get your response for the census or ask about your satisfaction with your internet service provider. They want some candy. Give the kids some candy and go back to your Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along DVD.